Hey everyone, welcome back to A Dental Life. I'm your host, Zainab, and today's episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be talking about my dental experiences and my journey so far. So, just a little bit about me. Um, I was born in Syria and I moved over to England when I was about a year and a half and I've lived and grown up in Manchester since then. So the application process for me was pretty straightforward luckily. Uh, The hardest part was actually deciding to do dentistry. I studied at a grammar school, an all-girls school and they were very like encouraging about you know doing sciences and going into certain careers. My dad is also a dentist so from like growing up I've always just considered dentistry as a career Um, and then in high school I did this science and sustainability project. I learned about physics and the importance of like sustainable thinking and the environment and I just really fell in love with engineering and material science that sort of thing. So I did loads of experience in loads of work experience in dentistry and also in the material science side of things, uh, like I did an Oxford summer school, entered um, a national engineering competition, like lots of little things like that. And after, t- you know, all the experience, uh, talking to a lot of people, making a lot of pros and cons lists, I finally decided to do dentistry. I mean, both dentistry and sort of engineering had a lot of, you learn, even after you graduate, you're always learning new things. Um, There's lots of opportunities to, you know, go into research and have that big impact and help people and uh, lots of, you know, problem solving and, yeah, design, thinking outside the box, that sort of thing. But uh, the reason I chose dentistry over material science was mostly just because I really want to, I enjoyed working with people and material science was a lot more like lab based stuff and I didn't really, didn't really, uh, want to be in a lab all the time. So I applied to dental school, um, you know, did my personal statement, the UKCAT or the UCAT it's called now. The UKCAT was probably like the best achievement I've ever done in my entire life. My overall score was above 800 and in the quantitative reasoning or the abstract reasoning I got 890 and then I did my interviews, I applied to and got into King's, Birmingham, Liverpool and Sheffield uh, and then decided to go to Sheffield. Uh, Sheffield just appealed to me more because of the city, it's, it's so green, it's so friendly, so clean as well um, and the dental school itself, you do so much clinical stuff early on and the university is just known for being such a active it's you know having such an active university life so yeah Sheffield it turned out to be a great decision I absolutely love it here it helps that my dad actually teaches at the Sheffield Dental School it's given me a slightly different dental experience to most people so uh in first year I had a lot of like older students coming up to me and being like oh I know your dad and yeah your dad taught me this and that and that's not exactly what you think you'd be talking about on a night out but it was quite cool to get to know the older years that way. I also got a lot of help from him just like tips from 
a dentist on like clinical stuff and how I could go about and prepare for uh, clinics mostly. He's been really good for that. The, the downfall of having your dad as a dental tutor is um, lots of the other dental tutors knew him so and therefore knew me uh, and I just felt like a lot of pressure to be really perfect and not to ask any silly questions or do anything stupid in case they like I don't know judge me or whatever but I've definitely grown out of this and not so worried about that anymore. So as I mentioned my dad was at Sheffield already, my sister also studies medicine at Sheffield in the year above so when I got in to Sheffield it made sense for the whole family to move over so I actually lived at home through for my three years of university. Uh, again this has been you know it's got its pros and cons, I get to have all the comforts of home and just being close to my parents has been really nice um, but it is harder to get involved in university life so I went out of my way to like do so many societies and go to socials and things like that just so that I could meet people and get involved in university life that way. So in first year I did caving, horse riding, netball, volunteering at local schools, just like try to get involved in as many different societies as I could and this sort of set the tone for the rest of my university life. I've always been a really active member of societies um, other than the ones I've already mentioned I've since got involved in more volunteering I've also done more football netball um, yeah just getting involved is it's been a, so good I've met so many people got to know so many you know developed loads of skills like I, I've never done lacrosse and then I decided to do lacrosse last year and now I'm on the first team so it's been great uh, the other really great thing about that I found about university was um, I've probably mentioned this before in previous podcasts but dental school is a little bit like high school for anyone who's not a dentist um, and it's also really really friendly on nights out we all get to know each other get to know the older years there's so much support from the older years as well and it's just it's such a nice little community like you feel so welcomed as soon as you get there so that's been such a nice part of dent- uh, such a nice part of university. Uh, my favourite parts were definitely going on socials and getting to know everyone. In the summer of first year, I actually got to got the opportunity to go on a summer school as part of a scholarship from the university. I chose to go to Estonia and do a short filmmaking course. So I spent three weeks there in the summer, and this is something that most people don't know about. Uh, all you need to do is apply to it before like while you're applying to university and you just need to get good grades and like you know have a good application form or whatever and then you get to do a free course in a different country and it was so amazing like definitely the best summer I've spent um it was my first time like being in student halls because I've lived at home obviously and just getting to know that culture that society in Estonia um meeting people, learning filmmaking, like script writing was something that I've never done before and I really really liked it. So yeah I definitely encourage people to do that. It's called Global Scholars and I yeah just like google it and I'm sure it'll come up. My voluntary experiences so far haven't been 
that dental specific it's I've I've worked with outside projects but I would love to get more involved with dental volunteering because in a recent podcast with Matt Billington he said how we've got a unique skill set so we should be using that to help people in the way only we as dentists can um so this really inspired me and it's definitely something that I'm going to do I've been posting loads about different volunteering projects that dentists can get involved with I know Covid has made things harder um especially if you want to volunteer abroad but um there's so much that we could do here in the UK so I mentioned at the start that in Sheffield we do we have clinical exposure quite early on so for us we start it in second year we have our own patients and we learn how to treat and diagnose and everything and that was so much fun like starting to feel like a proper dentist and putting everything I'd learn in action um we also have a lot of free time in second year so I got to just it was such a such a nice year at Sheffield uh, definitely my favourite year. I got involved in more societies as well because I had all that extra time, um, like volunteering with a different project, lacrosse, dental and medics netball and dental football as well. Third year, however, is where it got a bit tough for me. So the course at Sheffield is really busy in third year and it's quite hard as well. We don't have much free time and I, as I've already said, like I already had so many extracurricular activities that I was doing. I also took on more responsibilities in third year so the volunteering project I led it in my third year. I was captain of a medics netball team and on the first team for lacrosse and then all the other stuff as well and I had some jobs as well and trying to juggle all of that and my course and my relationships and friends and families and everything was quite hard um, and I don't think I did it very well. Like when you're when you're too busy I think you stop being able to do everything well and you start just like some some things will take a hit definitely so for me I missed quite a few like assisting clinics and just didn't have the energy to like give everything my all if that makes sense um so looking back now I wish someone had told me that like you're de- you're doing too much day now like do less focus on a few things instead of trying to do everything um it wasn't that I was trying to do everything to like for a CV or anything like that like I I just enjoyed getting involved but I needed to learn when to say no and when to realize that like you know it's too much and I should focus on other things uh yeah so start definitely started feeling a lot of burnout and yeah it was it just wasn't as fun as it could have been um but I got through it and I mean I know coronavirus and like lockdown has been so hard for so many people but for me it gave me that break and that pause that I I really really needed that and so I got the chance to sort of take a break from everything because all my society stopped obviously and I just got to look after myself a little bit more because in third year I because of everything that had been going on I hadn't had enough time to look after myself so Covid really gave me that. So yeah, during COVID, I sort of did lots of walking and hiking and baking like everyone else. And then I, after I'd like procrastinated to the max and watched so much Netflix, I was like, okay, I need to do something a bit more fulfilling with my time. So I'd been listening to loads of podcast shows like uh, 1619 and About Race by 
Rene Edelodge. Um, so I was like, okay, why don't I start my own podcast show? I've always really loved getting to know people's stories and journeys and how they got to where they got to. Everyone's got such a really interesting story to tell if you just ask them and listen. And there's so much to learn from all these people as well. So yeah, doing a podcast show, it seemed like a really fun thing to do, something that I would learn from as well. Um, it was quite easy to set up for anyone wondering. I can definitely, like if you're thinking of starting your own podcast show or want to do anything similar, then please get in touch and I'll just share everything that I went through. <laughs> Another thing that I started during coronavirus was I did a course on community health worker programs. So it's one of those Harvard online courses and they have not just Harvard, but like loads of universities have so many free online resources that are just amazing. And normally I would not have the time to do anything like this, but I had so much free time during lockdown. So I did this six week course. Um, yeah, it was so, so interesting, like learning about different communities around the world and how they have developed a community health worker program. So we focused on Ethiopia, Liberia and Bangladesh. Those were our case studies. And yeah, I really, really encourage anyone who's got a, a bit of free time to go and check out some courses. I also kept seeing loads of um, essay competitions and like student ambassador roles. And there's just so much out there for students that want to get involved. And there'll be something there for everyone. So definitely like keep an eye out or talk to people, find out what's going on and try and get involved if you've got some free time and, you, and it's something that you want to do. So I've tried to answer as many of the questions that I got. Um, I got a question about my the hardest part of dental school. So other than I what I mentioned about third year and it being like really stressful and busy, I think the hardest part is um, just like adjusting to clinics and you, you always have to be like super organised and super prepared before walking onto clinics and even before that like making sure you've called your patient, making sure you've you know exactly what procedures you're doing and you know the plan for the session, that's been um, a bit, bit hard to keep on top of but you have to get organised because if you don't then you get told off by tutors, you look unprofessional. And then someone else asked me the favourite thing to do in clinics. So for me personally, I absolutely love treatment planning and sort of like the way I see it, a bit dramatic maybe, but it's like putting the pieces together of a puzzle and working out what the problem is and finding the solution. And yeah, I feel like, you know, I do like enjoy the clinical stuff a lot, but it's that sort of uh, detective part of our job that I really like, even though at the moment everything's pretty basic. So I'm going into fourth year now and I guess my reflection from my past three years is that getting involved is really, really good and you learn so many things and it opens so many doors, but you need to know when it's getting too much and have that ability to like self-reflect and check in on yourself as well. And it's okay to not be on every committee or innovating on every front and, you know, it's not a race. <laughs> so yeah, starting fourth year in about four weeks, three weeks now actually, and I think I reached that stage in my dental career where I need to start thinking about what I want to do. Now I'm not saying like 
I have to know exactly what I want to do, what specialty, what route, whatever. But I think the quicker that you realise what you don't want to do, maybe, then you can stop focusing on that and try and focus all your energies to other things. But I do really like the idea of specialising, working in hospital. I think that's where I would feel most happy, like doing, uh, that's where I feel like I'd be doing the most. Um, So I think the next steps, just from like listening to other people and seeing what they say, the next steps would be to maybe start thinking about how I can get extra experience in those fields. So yeah, that's that's the plan for next year, sort of hone in on exactly what I want to do and devote more of my time to it. So I hope this podcast has been interesting. I don't know if I would be able to listen to myself for that long, but if you've got any follow-up questions or you want to find out a bit more about me then you know just send me a message thank you so much for listening and don't forget to subscribe leave a review if you're listening on apple podcast and to follow me at a dental life <laughs>